Ladies and gentlemen, this show is brought to you exclusively by the Reality Check Podcast Network. Uncensored, unfiltered, uncut. You are listening to Just Thinking with the one and only Stan Wangland. Hey everybody, this is Stan Wangland and welcome to Just Thinking. How the heck is everybody doing today? I hope everybody's doing great. I'm having a great day. It's a beautiful day here in upstate New York. It's fantastic. It's great to do a few minutes to tape a show for Just Thinking and spend some time with some of my favorite people in the whole entire world. And that's each one of you who take the time out of your busy day to take a few moments and participate in listening to this podcast. Thank you very much. And I hope life finds you in a good place today. Uh, For those of you who follow the show regularly, this show should be uh, coming out on Friday. We'll take a day off on Saturday and then have uh, hopefully a lovely show for you on Sunday. But, um, you know, today's show is about uh, meeting with the U.S. Army recruiter. Yeah, the United States is in some bad trouble. And, uh, you know, I've been in the Army already. I was in uh, the uh, United States... uh, Army engineers, uh, and then for a brief period of time, uh, was in the Signal Corps as well. 
but um, or attached to the signal core. And uh, what a crazy experience that was for me. And of course, that was from a long, long time ago. Uh, and the uh, United uh, States, uh, you know, military now is a completely voluntary force as it was not when I was in. So it's, it's quite different. It's really evolved over time. And uh, recruiters, when I was a uh, young man, were notorious for giving you a line of bull uh, when you went in there. They, they, they just wanted to meet their quota because a lot of people really didn't want to be involved in the military one way or the other. Uh, that has certainly changed. And now uh, the military will freely let you go if you're not meeting the requirement. I mean, they don't want to do that, but uh, if you can't meet their standards, if you don't have the uh, quality of behavior or leadership or whatever, uh, they are going to tell you to, you know, thank you very much for your, you know, thanks for your service, but uh, we can't use you. And they have quite um, a, a different perspective on things. My older brother, who uh, I hate to say is 80 years old, <laughs> I can remember him uh, when I was a little tiny boy against my father's wishes. Uh, going in the Navy, you know, right out of high school. And my father says, why don't you give a little bit? Nope, right in. And it was a different uh, world back then, to say the least. And he went in under the buddy system, as they called it, with his, his good pal, a fellow called Charlie Sagona. <laughs> I'm sure Charlie is long since gone. but Or I hope he's not, and here's the show. But, uh, you know, they were best friends throughout their entire childhood. The recruiter told them they would be there together under the buddy system. This was something in the 50s that the military was uh, kind of throwing out there as a recruitment thing. Well, of course, he got to boot camp, naval boot camp, and uh, his buddy was in a different company. And he, my brother made the mistake of going up to the uh, uh, drill instructor. And keep in mind that the Marines are part of the Navy. Uh, you know, uh, and <laughs> this guy promptly chewing his ass out and saying, how many people are in your company? And he, whatever it was that he said, you know, I'm 180. And he says, well, go find yourself a goddamn buddy, you jackass. And gave him a boot in the ass and on the way he went. Uh, he never saw Charlie Sagona again for four years. They were in different parts of the world, different parts of the Navy and everything else. So, so much for the buddy system. Nowadays, it's uh, totally different. How do I know that? Because my son, my oldest son, was in the military, as you've heard me say many times, for uh, about 12 years and, you know, had a very successful career. And unfortunately, um, yeah, had a medical uh, situation that came up from his um, deployments uh, in the Mideast and, uh, you know, requires uh, require his knees for, uh, you know, replacement and, uh, you know, some other injuries to his back and neck. So he, he is just incapable of doing that level of physical stuff that the military requires so uh you know he has been you know dishonor rather honorably discharged for for several years now but uh and and disabled as a result of that but uh the point being is uh, he had a terrific time uh in the military he loved it he had a wonderful experience and quite frankly uh i did when we would go to see him it was uh really uh, quite remarkable uh you know how nice things were how professional, uh, you know, it was just really nice, to be honest with you. All the deployments weren't nice uh, and all that other kind of stuff. But th there were a lot of very nice features and very professional features to the military that I was very impressed with. And, um, you know, I thought he was very well treated. Anyway, to make a long story short, 
or longer, rather, uh, my grandson, which is my son's son, of course, is very interested in a profession um, and you know that only the military provides the best training for initially. He wants to work for the FBI and some other things. And this would be a great opportunity for him uh, with the chosen field that he has in this one particular area, which I'll, that's his business, so I'll just leave it with that. It's a very, very nice thing, um, by the way. But, um, you know, the military offers this extensive training. And my grandson comes from the Philippines. Uh, he's a world traveler. He's, you know, been all over the world. He's lived in many different places. Uh, you know, in the military, he speaks a couple of languages and loves to travel, loves all those kind of things. And is very familiar with the military way of life, you know, through being my son's child, of course. So uh, the military to him... Uh, is a, a very interesting option and something he's looking into. And uh, certainly he likes the idea of the military, which is famous for paying his educational benefits and a lot of other things. That could be very, very be beneficial to him and, and getting him the contacts that he needs if he chooses to leave the military. So anyway, uh, my grandson asked me, he said, hey, uh, you know, dad and I are going to go see the uh, recruiter, which everybody has to do. Uh, no matter what level you want to get in on. And uh, he said, Grandpa, would you come with me? He says, because, you know, uh, you know, you have a lot of experience with the military from a different point in time. And I said, actually, I do. Uh, you know, and I know a lot of people who were in the recruiting end of things. I know how, you know, that's done, uh, you know, with some of the things connected with that. Uh, and my son is an expert on that, to be sure. But we like to have a different set of eyes on things to make sure that, uh, hey, that you know what you're getting in for. Uh, that the, your questions are answered and, and uh, they're done honestly and truthfully. And, and my son is the modern expert, and I, I'm kind of the you know eyes on that as a psychologist and a somebody you know somebody who can tell uh, you know with some with some good critical thinking if you, if you're getting a line of bullshit or this is the real deal. Well, you know, after uh, weeks of shows on, you know, the NFL, the NBA, Donald Trump, uh, people storming, uh, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> you know, I'll always tease. I'll say, boy, it, you can feel like you're, you know, you're just becoming very negative about things. And I, I don't want to do that. I, I want to look for comical things, but uh, or nice things and, and, and certainly try to do that. And, uh, you know, there's just important stuff going on, too, in the world. And I feel, you know, I'm obligated to look at that. So uh, this ties directly into this uh, visiting the recruiter. So last evening we went over and I have to tell you that when I came out of the recruiter's uh, office with my son and my grandson, number one, I was tickled pink. And I have to give a shout out. Nobody will know who this guy is. And I, you know, this uh, really lovely young man. Uh, I'm just I'm not going to use his first name. So, you know, he could be identified. That's not appropriate to do if he's in the military. He may not want this information out over there, but I, I'll just give his last name, which is for real. It's uh, Staff Sergeant Garcia. And I'm going to send him a copy of the show. And I hope his um, his superior uh, officers and NCO uh, can take a listen to the show, too, because if there was ever a guy and there were other recruiters there also who were wonderful who was professional, kind, inspirational, and the right guy for the job, man, it was this guy. 
I mean, there's no recruiter that's going to buffalo me at this stage of the game, not because I'm so bright or anything else like that. I mean, just, you know, they're not going to do that. And quite frankly, for those of you who are adults in here or have been through other, you know, life circumstances, having kids, doing this, doing that in your life, no, they're not going to BS you. These guys don't try to do that. I have never seen such a professional, caring, honest, transparent process in my life. Uh, I have hired tons and tons and tons of people in my career and pride myself on being very honest and open and everything else. And, and we have all the information out there for you. We'll send you over to personnel. We'll do everything else. We'll go through a thing. Nothing compares with the military. Nothing compares with it. They are so, they have every piece of information uh, presented in the most uh, incredibly concise and meaningful way known to mankind. That, you know, they're not there to, to, to BS you. Um, again, my son just got out of the military just a few years ago. He's familiar with all of this. As a matter of fact, knows all the recruiting things, has taught recruiters, trained recruiters. So he was so tickled. He says, man, the same thing I did. He says, oh, no, these guys are straight shooters. They're telling them everything as it is. They will tell you to the penny what you're going to earn, what happens if you're single, what happens if you're married, after X amount of years, if you want to change this part of your job. You have a retention specialist after you get in, what they will help you with, what they won't. They will, eat, they will hand carry you, and of course, for their own reasons too. It's not just for being wonderful and polite. Uh, they will hand carry you from your doorway, from where you live, right to the step of that place. <laughs> and we were laughing. I was telling my grandson, I said, yeah, so it's, it's only a one-way ticket from Uncle Sandy at that point. But it was absolutely outstanding. And I wanted to do a show on that because uh, you see some of the people in the news that have been, you know, officers and things like that. And, you know, they're, 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 um, their motivation gets questioned, their honor gets questioned, other things gets questioned. And, um, yeah, you know, we'd all be better served if we took a lesson from the military, from the military on what kind of values that you want to put in people's mind. Now, if you've been listening to this show, you'll notice a common theme that runs through the show. And I just had it several times this week, is about ethics, is about values, is about telling the truth, whatever. My goodness gracious, they didn't spend a huge amount of the time BSing my grandson about, you know, any kind of crazy promises. They were all realistic, intelligent, well thought out responses from a very professional recruiting program that was designed to find people who want to be in there, try to find the right kind of people and retain them and get them what they wanted to do in the military so that they stay in the military to make it the most pleasant experience possible while still being soldiers and being warriors. And I'm using the army values on that. It was one of the most intelligent things I've ever seen. And I, and I hope his, I hope this recruiter's friends or his, you know, superiors listen to what I'm saying is, and again, as a psychologist and as a guy who's done management consulting, whatever, how straight and to the point, what an encouraging thing if you're a, a young person, a young man or woman, and you're contemplating a career in the military or a company. What a difference from the, you know, a lot of the other tactics 
that we see in our everyday life and experience. And I was starting to say in this particular show, uh, you'll hear me constantly be talking about ethics and truth and critical thinking and everything. The thing that amazed me was one of the first parts that they went over and kept coming back to was the army core values to the point where they asked the, you know, the, the potential um, person who's enlisting, hey, which are the most important ones to you? What do you think about this? You know, they want to see where you're coming from. And you know what they are? And you wonder what, and I'm going to tell you what they are, but I, I'm asking a rhetorical question. But you wonder why these guys do the heroic things that they do or do the, the things that they do in a voluntary way because they're going in with the right idea, I think. And it, it, it's a lot different than when I was in the military when you, people were drafted and they didn't want to be there and didn't see these things. Uh, and the values didn't match the military. But here's what the values are that they were talking about. They were talking about loyalty. They have, a, they have like a mnemonic device called soldier. And then it ties into the Army's seven core values. But, um, you know, you can figure out where these come from. They have these things that they talk to you specifically about loyalty. They talk to you specifically about selfish service, selfless, excuse me, service. They're asking you and putting the value in your head of respect, of honor, of personal courage, of integrity of excellence and you know those kinds of things so think about that loyalty duty respect selfless service having personal honor having personal courage having integrity and then if you go on through their programs on their values programs, which I know that they go over is, is like the heart of everything in basic training. They definitely want to indoctrinate you into things. Uh, and in your advanced, you know, infantry training your, or your job tra training that you're having, this is the constant theme that runs through these things, that the goal is to be loyalty. The, the goal is to do your duty. The goal is to have selfless service, to work with other people, to, to have honor, personal honor, personal courage, integrity and respect for other people. Now, what's the point of the show? I always like to say that to come back to it and, and I'll be done with it in a minute. How wonderful and what a lesson for all of us, whether we're in government and we're acting out and playing all kinds of shenanigans, uh, whether we're in positions of power and abusing them, whether we're a parent and we show dishonor to our family or our children, or you're working for another country, uh, company and you're not in the military, all of these particular things are things that we should have in our own daily lives in terms of our ethics, in terms of our sense of morality and our value systems. And uh, I was tickled pink and I think that's why so many people are very pleased when they see people in the military. And, uh, you know, I did a show called Thank You for Your Service, where I think that's an overused term because we, not where we shouldn't thank people for their service, but we're putting the burden of loyalty, respect, duty, selfless service, honor, and all these different values 
on a very small number of people. And we're asking them to do that over and over again. And then we don't feel obligated necessarily to, to value those ourselves. And we identify with, with very inappropriate values. But this was wonderfully refreshing. It certainly uh, reaffirmed my faith in the military. And if you want, look at yourself. I mean, you can use the Army or the Marines or anything else like that. Look at the Army Corps values. There's a little program. You can look it up yourself. Look at the oath that you swear when you enlist to, that you swear to uphold the Constitution and serve the United States from enemies, domestic and foreign. Domestic and foreign. You swear to uphold the Constitution. You know, they have a thing called a warrior's code. It's not about being, uh, it's not about being wild. It's about completing your mission, standing firm, standing tall with your, with your fellow soldiers and a lot of other right thinking and good behaviors. We'd be very well served if we took a look at that and said, this isn't a bunch of childish stuff and realized how important it is. And you know how important it is? The people in the military do that because they know if they don't have people who have these core values, they don't get out of situations alive. They're not going to make it in one piece. So it's something to think about. And think about how those soldiers felt the other day. When you look up the, for example, the Army's core values and you hear these things like loyalty, duty, honor, selfless service, personal courage, and integrity. And then you get pulled out and you leave your fellow warriors flat. This is horrible to the military. And people are throwing vegetables at you. I'm not trying to get that cheap shot in. I'm trying to show you uh, and show myself uh, why that's upsetting to a lot of people. It's very hard on our military when we put them in situations and then remove them inappropriately or put them in inappropriate uh, you know, roles. So anyway, that's my show, Just Thinking. To me, it's a very uh, wonderful show to do. I hope people listen to it. And uh, to Sergeant Garcia and all the other Sergeant Garcias out there with different names and different faces, thank you for your service. Thank you for upholding the Constitution, the Constitution of the United States. Thank you for protecting us from those who would hurt us and from people who are our adversaries, both foreign and domestic. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm very proud of you. I'm, I'm very proud of the American military. It's uh, quite the organization, to say the least. Well, I'll catch you next time, folks. And if you like the show, why don't you rate, review it, and uh, give me a shout out. Thank you for listening to this episode and again, of Just Thinking with Stan Please feel free Have to follow one. and subscribe and I'll be on whichever you on podcasting the next service you use for Bye-bye your podcasting now. needs. And give us a rating and review for Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin. And also, you can check Stan out on Twitter. It's at S. Wanglin. That's at S. Wanglin. W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D on Twitter. And you can also follow all the great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network on our Instagram page, Reality Check Podcast Network, or on our Twitter at our podcast network on Twitter. And if you are interested in advertising or sponsoring your products, your services on this show, all you have to do is hit me up 
at wwrpodcast.com at gmail.com and find out about the great rates to advertise on shows like Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin and the many, many more great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern-day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there.